When Michelle Obama launched her Let's Move campaign in 2010, we all groaned at the fact that we were going to have to eat healthier. But she actually launched this campaign to ensure a healthier future for the children of America. She initiated changes in the school cafeterias, made the nutrition labels easier to read, and launched a program called My Plate to help Americans make healthier eating choices. And all of these efforts were put forward to stop an ongoing epidemic pervasive in both children and adults all over the world. Obesity. You are listening to the Cultural Cooking Radio. Cultural Cooking's goal is to unite different cultures based on recipes, ingredients, and eating trends found in each of them. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Obesity rates have nearly doubled in the past 30 years all over the world. But before we dive into the cultural factors that play a role in these increasing obesity rates, we should understand what defines a person as obese. The answer actually varies in different countries. Your body mass index, also known as your BMI, measures the relationship between your weight and your height. The number determines if you fit in one of four categories, underweight, normal, overweight, or obese. In America, a BMI over 30 defines you as obese, but depending on what part of the world you live in, the standard could be higher or lower. Many people blame obesity on genetics, but a study done in 2015 by Dr. Deborah Cohen reports otherwise. Cohen believes that the environment humans grow in greatly influences their eating habits and consequentially their weight. By the environment, Cohen means your cultural influences. The way obesity is perceived, the types of foods eaten, and the cultural practices all influence the weight of the people in that certain culture. Researcher Sonia Caprio studied how culture plays a role in these factors. For example, let's look at perception. Many Latino mothers pride themselves on being thin, but their children on being overweight. They consider an overweight child as healthy. This example shows that perception means everything and varies according to culture. You may perceive yourself as skinny, but be overweight in another's eyes. These mothers don't see anything wrong with an overweight child, and in fact, don't even consider them unhealthy. In addition, Caprio points out that a traditional meal in a culture may not always be the healthiest. In Asian cultures, certain cultural foods tend to be healthier, for they contain more fruits and vegetables and less fats. For example, sushi is a very light dish that contains all the essentials. Wrapped in the middle of rice and seaweed are some vegetables and fish. While in African-American cultures, eating a traditional meal may increase the risk of obesity because they are high in oils and fats. A traditional African iba is made from a cassava called gari. Gari has some benefits, but it is rich in carbohydrates and starches. In addition, it is sometimes fried in palm oil, making it even less healthy. Now let's look at some countries and cultures where obesity rates are low and explore why that is the case. Japan has one of the lowest obesity rates in the world, and several cultural practices help explain why. First off, being overweight in Japan results in many insults from family and friends. Being obese and overweight comes off as lazy, and many family members will routinely remind them of this. Even though many Japanese people eat rice, which contains a high concentration of carbohydrates, they eat these foods in moderation rather than in large quantities. 
In America, we finish off our plate regardless of how many calories, carbohydrates, or sugars it contains, and leaving your food on your plate is considered wastage. However, in Japan, a concept called harahachibu advises against finishing your plate and means to eat until you're 80% full. In fact, sometimes not finishing your plate is seen as self-discipline rather than a waste. These practices result in only 3.6% of Japanese people having a BMI over 30 compared to 32% of Americans. Another country with low obesity rates is France. Now, the French diet does not always consist of the healthiest choices. From the buttery croissants, sweet macaroons, and fatty red meats, France is no exception to an unhealthy diet. But the obesity rate is lower than that of the U.S. One reason is because one important aspect of French culture is the practice of sitting down and enjoying your meal. Rather than taking many meals to go, grabbing quick snacks from the local cafe, or rushing to finish a meal, in France, people eat together, sitting down and slowly. In addition, in France, many people ask, are you no longer hungry, rather than are you full at the end of a meal? Now this may seem like it's saying the same thing, but this simple nuance of asking if you're no longer hungry, rather than are you full, can make a big difference. You are no longer implying that you need to stuff yourself to feel satiated. This simple change in words reflects how the two countries differ in practices and in obesity rates. We just looked at some countries where obesity rates are low, but now let's move to the other end of the spectrum, countries where obesity rates are rapidly increasing. The USA is one of the biggest culprits. Obesity rates have nearly tripled over the last 45 years, and the typical Western diet is part of the reason why. Surprisingly, the more urbanized a country becomes, the higher the obesity rates. Think about it. If you start introducing instant meal packages, fast food restaurants like McDonald's are everywhere, and when eating healthy begins to cost more money and time, obesity rates are definitely going to rise. The arrival of instant meal packages helps save us time of working in the kitchen. Another thing is the rise of working women. Women are no longer confined to their cult of domesticity and are seen as equals to men. However, with the rise of working women, there's less time for a woman to prepare a meal for her family. According to Caprio, a typical American woman spends six hours a week on cooking, while a non-working one spends 11. Spending less time on meals means the family eats out more or invests in quick meals. Although there are many more reasons, these are some that have contributed to the rising obesity rates in the USA. Globally, obesity rates have been rising for many years. Now you may ask yourself, what can you do to lower these statistics? And the answer is actually simple. One thing is learn from other cultures and try to implement their practices into your own lifestyle. Things that seem small, like sitting while eating or preventing unnecessary snacking can actually make a big difference in the long run. By learning things found in different cultures, we appreciate practices found in each of them and find commonalities amongst one another. Thanks for listening to the Cultural Cooking Radio. I'm Hibba Samdani, and I'll see you next time.